a simple informal meditation. It's just to stop whatever you're doing. So nothing could be simpler than this. Often enough we find that we are stopped anyway. Often enough we find that we're up against a brick wall and don't know what to do, don't know what the next step is, even though we feel this intense urge or need to do something to remedy the situation or fix the situation. So if we were to look into it, we'd see that it's not the situation that's the problem, odd though it may sound, but this overwhelming pressure that's on us to do something about it. So in all neurosis, the problem isn't the situation, the problem is us trying to fix it. And this is a, a horrendous problem because what we're trying to fix can't be fixed. And yet we keep on trying and trying and trying harder and harder to fix it. And it's our attempts to fix it, our activities that are geared towards fixing it, along with a, a mind state that goes with this, that constitutes the real suffering. Because our modality of being in the world is almost always purposeful, like we always have an aim, we always have a, <clears throat> a purpose, we always have some kind of idea in our head that we're trying to act out or avoid. It doesn't come naturally to us to see this. It doesn't come naturally to us to see that our fixing or our worrying or our thinking, which is an attempt at fixing, is the actual problem itself and not the so-called problem. So the informal meditation exercise I've been talking about, which is a stopping exercise, is the best possible thing. When we're brought to the brink, when we're brought to the very edge by neurotic suffering, Because what it addresses, what it helps us with is this incredible need that we feel to fix things or this idea that we have in our heads that we have to fix it and that not fixing it is, is, is a very, very bad thing that we can't even um, bring ourselves to consider. So the way the stop exercise works is totally self-explanatory. Whatever you're doing, just stop. And you can sit down, or even better, if, if the circumstances um, permit it, you can lie down. So lie down on your back or on your side. And if the weather is permitting, it's you could do it outside, which is probably the best because when we're outside we're more in touch with the sounds of nature and we have more of an awareness of nature going on around us. Even if we're living in a city there is still nature 
So what we do when we lie down is that we just notice what's around us. Noticing the feel of the ground, noticing what it feels like to be sitting on a chair or lying on the ground and notice the hardness of the ground. And notice any sounds that might be going on. Now this isn't noticing as we as adults notice because we notice for a reason usually. We have an agenda, we're looking for something. So looking isn't noticing, looking is related to a goal and a goal is a thought. So looking is an activity that comes out of thought which means that it's not peaceful, it's looking for something, for something. And when we look for something, we can't see properly. Just the same as when we listen to someone talking and we have something we want to say or we have some kind of um, thing in our head, we can't listen, we can't hear. We can only listen to another person talking when we have no agenda, when we have no thoughts of what we ourselves um, might want to say next or of any type of judgment that's going on in our head. So listening is just listening. There's no agenda. And that's why listening is peaceful. We're not trying to achieve anything or avoid anything. So the thing about noticing without an agenda is that we're not noticing like an adult who's looking for this, looking for that. We're noticing like a child notices. We're noticing just because we're there. And there's stuff around us to notice. So this is completely agenda-free noticing. Just noticing what's going on all around you in this childlike way. And one of the things about stopping and taking a break from absolutely everything you're doing and thinking and either sitting down or if you can lying down is that it brings us more easily into this spontaneous state into this child-like state of simply noticing with no thoughts beyond that it doesn't happen straight away so it doesn't mean that as soon as we sit down or lie down we're going to switch into this spontaneous mode. But it makes it a lot more easier and after a little while it happens naturally. So the thing to remember is spontaneous mode happens naturally because it is natural. It's natural to us. It's more natural to us than all the other stuff we've learned. Which is artificial. If it's not natural, it must be artificial. And everything we've learned as adults is artificial. So after a while, it happens naturally that we just notice, as a child would notice, just being aware for no reason at all of all the stuff that's going around us, going on all around us. And when we do, get into this very, very simple state of being. Part of the noticing is noticing that things happen all by themselves. 
In other words, it's not connected to us. We don't have to make it happen or make it not happen. There is no doer. No doer is needed. Everything happens by itself. Everything outside of us happens by itself. Everything inside of us also happens by itself. It's all happening by itself. There's absolutely no need for us to do anything. And of course that's true. When we're asleep we don't do anything but everything carries on. So we're not really as important in that way as we think we are. And to have this perception that everything happens by itself with no need for interference, with no need for control, with no need for there to be a doer, is a state of meditation. That is the state of meditation. It's when we're just in our natural, natural self and we're not trying to be the doer. We're not taking on responsibility for the world or for ourselves. And this isn't us running away. Because it's how things really are. The way things really are is that we do not need to do anything. That life continues. The idea that we have to do all these things is that we call responsibilities isn't true. And as Sogyal Rinpoche says, our so-called responsibilities are really irresponsibilities. They're just games we play. So when we have this perception that everything happens by itself, this is the most peaceful state we could ever be in. And it's so peaceful, it doesn't even seem to be connected to our everyday lives. Because our everyday lives full of busyness and activity and agendas and um, so-called responsibilities. So doing this stopping meditation just brings us back home. And it reconnects us with the way things really are outside of our fantasies. <laughs>